Welcome into Success by Design, a business podcast on the WHIN Podcast Network. Now, here is the founder and CEO of Navarro Creative Group, Wendy Navarro. Welcome back into Success by Design. I'm Wendy Navarro, your host, and I am so excited. And I know I say that a lot, you guys, but I get so excited. I'm sorry, I'm excitable. Um, I'm excited to have Barry Young, who is executive director of uh, Sumner County Tourism. And uh, he doesn't know this, but I am a huge fan. And the reason I'm a huge fan is because you are making things happen right here in Sumner County. And ever since that we moved here, which is about five five years ago now, um, I've watched you grow the tourism industry for Sumner County, and it's exciting. And as a business owner, I love it. So I want to say I stalk you all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for having me, Wendy. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) I'm so glad to have you here. And I want to start out with, with, with this. As a business owner, I know that if we don't have business in our city or in our county, that we're not going to have business, right? right. Or I mean, if we don't have travelers and tourism and exciting things here, we just, we're kind of flat. But tourism helps to really create a buzz. It helps to create um, information that's out there for people to know and get excited about who we are and what we're doing in this county. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better, Wendy. Yay. And you're the biggest part of that. I truly do think so. Thank you. So tell me what it is that Sumner County Tourism does and why it's important to businesses to be aware of what's happening. Well, and there may be some businesses who are not aware of what we do. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad glad you had me on here. Yeah. Um, our mission is to promote visitation, to try to get people to come and visit here. Um, leisure travelers, business travelers, um, year-round. So whatever we can do to, uh, to market Sumner County as a tourist attraction, tourist destination, that's our mission. And you you guys really do it well because you reach out to, number one, to the tourist attraction sites, right? Our, we have an amazing historic um, homes uh, tour that you guys really help to, to um, promote. In addition to that, we have amazing events that go on through all the different cities. We have the, well, I'm going to let you talk about some of those big events that go on in these different cities. Well, we're kind of unique. You know, I grew up in West Tennessee, and uh, there was a one community in the entire county, and wow. that was basically one. You know, the county seat, and there we're different. We're like the yeah. what is it? The Eastern Europe of uh, <laughs> Tennessee. We have right? six cities here yeah. that are incorporated that all have their own chambers of commerce, uh, right here in Sumner County. So we. It's it's amazing how how much uh, diversity and how vari- variety of things we have to do here, right? And and the variety of things I think is one of the biggest attractions that not only brings each of the community members to travel into the different cities, right? So if I'm in uh, Hendersonville, which I live in Hendersonville, and I want to go to Strawberry Fest in Portland, or I want to go to the Fire on the Water in Gallatin, or I want to go to the Taste of Hendersonville here in Hendersonville, there's so much that goes on in our county that there's never a lack of something to do. But it's great for the residents 
and awesome for the visitors. Absolutely. And like I said, a lot of communities maybe have one big festival a year. Well, we've got so many communities here. We have, what, 10 or 12 or maybe more festivals a year. Yeah. Uh, there's always something going on here, which is, is great for us. It's great. I can't even keep up. I, I put on my calendar, okay, I'm going to go to this event and I'm going to tag it and I'm going to remind myself. And I get to that date and I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I choose? Because there is so much to do. So uh, unfortunately, I don't get to go to all of them because I you know, haven't learned how to clone myself yet, but I'm working oh, on I it. I can show you how to do that. Oh, fantastic. I knew I had you on here for a reason. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so with tourism dollars, right? We know that the bottom line is the bottom line. And that's the only way a city is going to be able to operate or a county can operate is if they have money to do the things that are going on or even a business, if it affects the bottom line. What are some of the statistics that are going to shock people when they hear about how tourism helps to affect the bottom line? Well, the biggest shocker is that in 2018, Visitors spent $158 million in Sumner County. In Sumner County? Just in Sumner County. Wow. $158 million. million. That takes a while to sink in, doesn't it? It does take a while to sink in. In our little county of Sumner County. And people say, nah, that, there's no way that's true. Well, we, we judge it on five things. Okay. If I can think of those five things, that'll, that'll <laughs> help here. We have attractions. We have lodging. Oh, the hotel industry and hospitality. Okay. We have dining. We have retail, like our, our, well, we're... Streets of Indian Lake. Streets of Indian Lake. Mm -hmm. And we have transportation. You think, transportation, what is that? Well, when a visitor comes here, they're going to probably fill up their car with gas a time or two. Oh, yes. I didn't Uh, know that. And since we have the lake here, you've got to fill up your boat with gas. Right. Or you may have to get... Your car maintenance, or uh, we had a we had a tour uh, group here one time on a tour bus, and they had a flat tire. Well, they had to go to Portland to um, the tire place and get a new tire. Because so it was... th- that's transportation. Okay. And and like all the uh, sports tournaments and things we have here now. Yeah. You know, I'll walk into uh, a, a, a department store uh, or the grocery store, and there's 20 softball players in there getting something to eat or getting something to drink or they forgot their toothbrush so they go to walmart and get another toothbrush Mm -hmm. so that's that visitor spending that helps the community helps the economy oh so talking about visitor spending and talking about earlier we were talking about dunkin donuts i remember i was at dunkin donuts one morning and there was a woman softball ball league that had about 20 individuals there and they were getting their coffee and their donuts before their big tournament happening over at drake's creek in hendersonville yes so that was and they were not, they were from all over they're not just from here in tennessee it's people coming from all over the place to, to participate in these tournaments and we so happen to land those tournaments um locations right we become those tournament venues which is pretty awesome how does that happen well you would think it just happens by magic <laughs> you don't have a magic <laughs> wand <laughs> but it doesn't there's there's a lot of groundwork that goes into getting these tournaments like fishing tournaments you'd think okay fishing tournaments how did they get here they yeah. just appeared here well we just just a few weeks ago we had the crappie usa classic which is the national championship of crappie fishing it was here. And I had never heard of that before until I saw a bunch of Facebook ads um, talking about it. Now, I have no idea about fishing. I'm not a fisherman at all. But 
I was so impressed with the fact that here's somebody who does not know anything about that, learning about this big event, because it's a big event, right? How many people participate? Uh, we in had this? about 300. Oh, that's uh, a big. The, the thing about that is, is they're here for a week or longer. A lot of times the fishermen will come in and practice fishing a week or two before the tournament. Really? Stay three or four days. Then they'll come back for the tournament and stay seven or eight days. One of the things we do is we survey the fishermen when they come in and register for the tournament. Yeah. A lot of them have already pre-registered, but they have to come in and uh, let everybody know they're here and and attend a a rules meeting. And we uh, survey them when they come in. We find out, okay, where are you from? How many days are you staying? Where are you staying? Did you bring anybody with you? How much money do you think you're going to spend while you're here? Mm -hmm. So we have a pretty good idea. And I can tell you, just this Crop USA tournament, we had folks from all over the United States. Most of them stayed, I'm going to say, at least six or seven days Wow. Uh, in our hotels. Most people stayed in Gallatin and Hendersonville. Nice. As you know, we've got other that communities. Lit. We have Nashville right down the road, so it's very important for us to find out where they're staying because if we're going to sponsor the tournament and to sponsor the tournament yes that means we have to give money to the tournament okay well yeah you got to give a little to get a little that's right, right. yeah you, you know grease the wheels a little bit that's to get right. them going so uh when you put all that together uh the economic impact on something like that can range anywhere from a couple of hundred thousand dollars up to a million dollars wow uh, just in that week and that's uh, huge for our for our um county and for our cities because if you think about it so sumner county alone um, what do we have? How many people do we have estimated? Uh, it's about 170,000, I believe now. 170,000. Like so still relatively a small community, but to bring well, uh, in... Henderson, I'm, did you say Henderson? No, the county. The county's yeah. 170, that's yeah. right. So that's the right. county relatively is a small county when you think of it like that. But the impact that tourism, those tourism dollars has on our our county is huge. Um, I know that Hendersonville is what, 54, 60,000 people. Right. Right. And so with all of those tourism dollars, I know that you guys do a great job about really like helping uh, the, the cities out um, with different tourism or the, the historic sites. You guys give grants. We give grants to uh, all the historic sites every year. They're marketing grants to help them to advertise and promote their, Love it. their site. Um, but the the economic impact on the community is several fold. Uh, number one, when somebody comes here and they stay in the hotel or they go to the restaurant or they come here to the streets of Indian Lake and spend money, yep. that money goes to our local business owners. Love that. Absolutely. Okay. Now, there's also what's called the multiplier effect. And that's, okay, let's say somebody comes to the hotel and stays seven nights. Well, they're going to spend $1,000 at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Well, then the hotel employer has to pay their employee. Mm-hmm. So that money goes to the hotel. Then they take that same dollar and they pay their employee. Then then the employee goes to Walmart or wherever and spends that money again. Yes. So it it's several it's, times over. But it's staying here in the community. Absolutely it is. And, and, uh, and that's that's awesome because even if the employer is paying the employee the employee is spending it at the stores locally then the stores locally are paying their employees and it just kind of keeps going round and round and round so we keep the dollars here in Sumner County absolutely and and there's you know we're judged a lot of times on the occupancy tax that's the tax that a visitor pays when they stay at a hotel it's five percent it's a county tax we're judged on that a lot but actually 
the bigger number is this visitor spending because sales tax. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. See? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, now, I don't know if you know how the sales tax works. I, ne- I never knew this till I came here. <laughs> you know, in Tennessee, I think it's 9.25%. I believe that's right. Yes, that's right. Well, do you know how that's split up? Well, I don't know how it's split up as far as percentage-wise. I know that it's split, but educate me. Okay, well, number one, the state gets most of it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, big brother. The state gets 7% of that 9.25. Mm-hmm. They get the 7%. Okay. But if you think about it, that helps us because the state gives money for education to mm-hmm. all the counties and for roads and for other other things like that. Right. So that's one way it helps us indirectly is the state makes money off of us and then they in return give it to the schools or to the highway department or, or whatever. Okay. Um, then there's 2.25% left. Where does that go? Well, if somebody comes here to the streets of Indian Lake and goes into a restaurant, or maybe a restaurant's not a good example because I think the tax is a little different. Different on a on restaurant. A restaurant. Mm-hmm. Let's just say they go into a clothing store here and they buy some clothes. Well, the county gets half of that 2.25, and then the city where that purchase was made gets the other half. Okay. So in this case, Hendersonville would get, what is that, one One point, point, whatever it is. Yeah. And then the county would get the other half of that, and then the state would get the 7%. So, and then if we have a visitor in Gallatin, then Gallatin would get that money, Mm -hmm. uh, and then the county would get it in the state, so so on and so forth. So that's how that actually breaks down. If you think about it in those terms, the sales tax is huge. Uh, Sales tax... Out of that $158 million that yeah. visitors spent here last year, that generated about $10 million in sales tax. Really? And we got about $3.6 million of that. So, And that can be spent on schools or mm-hmm. roads or infrastructure or whatever the county and the cities want to spend it on. Well, and and that's so vital and so important, especially the way that we're growing right now. To be able to have the income coming in through the sale, through the sales tax, through um, uh, the visitor bureau and and tourism, um, that's vital, I think, to the economy here in Sumner County. Because we, as we grow, we need to be able to fix our roads and add more uh, infrastructure, et cetera. So that money helps specifically with all of that well the good news for the listeners (laughs) is is that keeps the local people who live here it keeps their taxes lower than they would be okay to get the same services we're getting today yep each sumner county household pays 206 dollars and 28 cents less than they would if we didn't have any visitors does that make sense yeah that makes perfect sense and i don't want to have to spend any more money than i need to let's let them spend that's right i mean obviously a business needs local support but they also need the visitors yeah of course to come in and spend some money so we work together for the good of the community and so as a marketer i always look at the things that are going on with through the visitor bureau and all the events because i think okay what what is out there that can affect my client um that would be a benefit to them so if I know that you have a historic event happening at one of the sites, like you guys had a great bluegrass festival happening over at the Douglas Clark House over we in did. Gallatin. And uh, that was awesome. So if we have like a retail client who fits within that demographic of who's going to be attending there, it's a wonderful place for them to go to sell some of their stuff, to get a little bit more exposure, but then just to show that their community participation, right? What 
other events do you have and what and in what other ways can the local businesses get involved with what you are doing through tourism well the best answer is it's complicated <laughs> <laughs> it's never easy well i don't know if you you're what are you you're very young right sure <laughs> you're probably not old enough to remember but there used to be a television commercial for basf and their slogan was we don't make the product but we make the product better. Okay. And we're kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. For example, we don't do all the events. Like Portland does the Strawberry Festival. We right. don't do that, but we sponsor it. We make it better by giving them sponsorship dollars and also promoting it on our social media and website, our events calendar, Yep. and those type of things. There are some events that we only promote. Maybe we don't even sponsor them, but we still promote those events right. through our various channels mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize you know our marketing department we have magazines like the tennessee magazine and home and farm and all those they they look to us for the events that are coming yes or in uh we work with the state of tennessee we just had what was called a press tour we had members of the media the national media somebody here from um um public national public radio and somebody from various magazines and newspapers, and we recommended things that they needed to see. One was the Picasso exhibit at Monhaven. Which was incredible, fabulous. One was a kayaking lesson on uh, Bledsoe Creek. Right. Things like that. So th- these are things that people have no idea that we're involved in, but we try to promote and get people to um, learn as much as they can about what we've got going on here so we'll have more visitors to come so when a business has an event that's happening or a city has an event that's happening i know that you have a number of resources that you open up so that they can get that information out there give me a list of those resources starting with your social media well the first thing we did is we you know i went to a conference and the guy says, okay, if you're going to have social media, you need to hire somebody who knows what a, they're doing. A millennial. A millennial. <laughs> yeah. Don't you try to do it. <laughs> I thought, oh, great. So, no, seriously, uh, we, we have someone who is a computer and website and social media whiz. Right. And she goes in there and does her magic, and it's put out everywhere beautiful um and like i said we have various media in the state that will call us and say okay what do you we've heard you've got this festival you've got this Mm -hmm. site doing this event tell us about it we want to promote it for you so it's important then for the businesses to make sure that they're they're in touch with you to let you know what's going on you have now playing sumner and now playing nashville yes what are those i was going to tell you about that um now playing nashville is an effort by the community foundation of middle tennessee they serve 40 counties in middle tennessee and we are part of that in other words they have now playing nashville they have now playing sumner now playing uh, putnam county all these different now playings Mm -hmm. and we're part of that network so when someone has an event in sumner county they can send it to us or actually now we've got so many events we ask them to put it on on the, the website, on mm-hmm. the calendar themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, when that event goes in there, it goes into a holding pen until somebody looks at it, makes sure it's legit, makes sure it's edited correctly. Once all that's done, then we push a button and it actually goes on the calendar. Excellent. But because we're in the network, it not only goes to now playing Sumner, it goes to now playing Nashville, which 
has various, I think News Channel 5 is part of the network. The Nashville Airport wow. has a kiosk that has the events scrolling. Really? It It's a widget that's on our website that, uh, on our website it shows all the events. That comes from now playing Sumner, but it's just what they call a widget that, right. that goes on there. Right. So it, it takes advantage of all this network. And you can really get your message out if you put it on uh, Now Playing Sumner. And does that cost them anything to do? It's absolutely free. Free marketing. Okay, don't tell people that. Shh. Okay, free And a marketing. lot of people ask, uh, <laughs> ask us, uh, like when we have an event, they'll say, well, how much money are you making out of this event? I'm saying, well, we're making nothing. Mm-mm. They say, what, how do you stay in business? Well, they don't understand. We operate on this county hotel occupancy tax. Mm-hmm. And our job is to take that investment money and go out and get a great return on the investment. Absolutely. I Uh, love it. So that $1 we spend is going to bring back $10 or whatever to Sumner County. Right. Whether it's to the local business or sales tax for the county and the cities. Right. So that's how that works. Well, so that is free marketing for events that are appropriately um, placed on this website on um, now playing right. and they can go on to the visit Sumner TN website yes. and go to the calendar and just start uh, they have to have a, a login right yeah it's it's real simple and if anyone would like to put an event on there and they're having trouble they can uh, give us a shout at Sumner County Tourism Office mm-hmm. uh, our phone number is 615-230-8474 or you can Go to info at visitsumnertn.com mm-hmm. and send us an email. Let us know you need some help, and we will contact you and get you rolling on it. And and they're very helpful. So I'm just going to let you all know that we use them for various reasons to, to put um, information up on the calendar. And anytime I have some questions or I want to know about um, what is happening out there that will help me help my clients, I know I can call this the Visitor Bureau, and you guys are so helpful. Um, you help Thank me you. tremendously. So thank you all for that. You have a great team out there. When we first started, we were putting all the events on there ourselves because our marketing person didn't exist. Well, they didn't at first. They didn't (laughs) at first. Right. I was the marketing. (laughs) Right. You were it. And um, then all of a sudden we started putting these events on. And then one day my marketing manager came in and said, "Uh, Barry, do you realize this is all I do now? There's Uh. so many events. I don't have time to do anything else. So that's why we've asked now our partners, if you can put the event on there, mm-hmm. we'll get it approved and, and, and get it out there for you. Okay. And I know another thing that you do is you attend um, these conferences or these trade shows seven times a year now, six, seven times a year now? Well, uh, those are our travel shows that we go to. Um, actually, Sarah, our sales manager, she has uh, broken new ground. She is What's in that? Ontario, Canada. Right now. Really? Promoting Sumner yes. County? This is the first show we've ever Woo-hoo! gone to outside of the United States. So we're actually trying to recruit Canadians to come and, and visit Sumner a County. A dollar's a dollar. That's exciting. Now, we, in the old days, and when I say that, when I first started about seven years ago, we went to three or four shows a year. That's all we could afford. Sure. But because that occupancy tax has come up yes, and our budget has increased a little bit, we're now able to go to seven or eight shows a year. Wow. And uh, and that's where we go and try to get uh, tour bus or motor coach uh, groups to come. And we've increased that uh, because we're going to more shows and we've got a great product to sell. Love it. Um, 
Love and it. I can't wait uh, for Sarah to get back to tell me how she did there in Canada. That'll be the first travel show. But yes, we go to travel shows. Uh, go to about seven of those a year, and then we go to various conference tourism conferences and other shows. You know the. Department of Tourism for the state of Tennessee does what's called the Governor's Conference. We go to that. That just happened too, right? It happened in uh, September, yeah. yes. And uh, that was in Nashville this year. Uh, we also go to a lot of things that are done by the uh, Southeast Tourism Society. You may not have ever heard of that. I have not. STS for short. Uh, they are a really great organization, and they do what's called STS Marketing College. Oh, wow. Uh, and you have to go one week out of the year three years and then you graduate and you get what's called a tmp tourism uh, marketing or it's travel marketing professional tmp uh i've been and i've graduated i'm an old guy so i had to get through there you got fast. Your cap and gown that's right <laughs> but uh our, some of our other folks uh, have attended now for two years and they've got one more year then they'll graduate but it tells you all the latest trends the latest marketing techniques the latest social media you know all yeah. that stuff. So Well, and I think that's really exciting because you're investing in your team to be able to do a better job for the county. Absolutely. And, and you know, I always told my husband, I said, if I didn't have my own business, what I would do is I'd go ask Barry if he'd give me a job because I think <laughs> what you guys do is so cool. And I do know about the investment that you guys make in the mark in marketing and, and really um, that education part for your team. So I think that has really helped to grow um, their knowledge, their understanding, and their ability to help the businesses through th- throughout our community. Because you guys give suggestions too. We'll help help uh, businesses here any way we can. Mm-hmm. If, if it, in the you know the topic of trying to get visitors to come and right. and spend their money here, that's kind of what we specialize in. So. Right. Exactly. So. Um, on these bus tours, you guys bring in people from all over the United States on these bus tours. And when you bring them in, not only is it uh, allow, it uh, helps the hospitality because they have to rent the hotels, you have the restaurants, you have the shopping, you have the, uh, a lot of times you're going to the historic sites yep. um, and you're just taking them throughout the county. You don't stay in one city, it's countywide. And you know how it is when you live in a community... It's like you, it's this phenomenon that's, well, there's nothing to do around here. This is where I live. I want to go somewhere else. Well, yeah, that's good in our case for people who live elsewhere. They mm-hmm. want to come here. But there's a lot more to do here than you might think. And Give me and, some ideas. Well, first of all, I was going to tell you, when we have a tour group that's interested in coming, we offer free services to them. We will help them with their itinerary. We will tell them everything there is to do in the area or if they we will ask them what would you like to do on this trip do you want to hear country music do you want to go to a historic site do you want to eat seafood you know what is it you want to do with your group and they'll tell us and then we try to match up what we have Mm -hmm. uh, with what their needs are and then uh, once we get their itinerary set we'll help them with their hotel reservations and and those kind of things we'll reserve all of the restaurant uh bookings and all that kind of thing wow and then when they get here we'll have a free step-on guide who will get on the bus with them wow and go with them to make sure they don't have any problems how exciting is that now that's one thing that we can do here that say nashville can't do so if a, a tour group goes to nashville they're gonna have to pay for a tour guide mm-hmm. right but when they come here we offer that service for free 
So if anyone's coming in from out of town and needs to to be escorted around to find out what's going on and they need an itinerary set or they have a big event, we need to let people know about that, that Sumner County has this incredible service that will basically do every carte blanche. They're going to do it for them. Absolutely. That's pretty exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. And uh, we've got more groups coming, you know. That's another thing. Tour bus groups work about a year in advance. They've already got all their stuff booked for the rest of this year and the early next year. They're looking wow. at next fall or beyond. So we have okay. to kind of stay a year ahead in our planning and our recruitment and uh, that kind of thing. So if any uh, of the cities have any information about what they're planning for next year, they really need to get in touch with you now so that you can start helping those groups plan. Yeah, we work with the Chambers of Commerce in all the cities. We work for uh, work with all the uh, parks departments and so on Excellent. and so forth, hotels and things. I'll have to commend our community. When I first came here in 2011, yeah, we were trying to print our visitor's guide. We were trying to have a menu of things that we had for tour groups coming up and nobody had their dates for next year for anything but right we've really come a long way because now we know pretty much the dates of everything right that's happening in 2020 so we actually print up a brochure just for these travel shows that sarah goes to and it's basically a menu of what we have to offer and uh, that way we can sell it better if we know the more details we know about something, the better. So you guys have kind of put the uh, FOMO, the fear of missing out, in the hearts of all these cities and the, the counties and the, the historic sites that they better get on the ball if they want you guys to know about it in order to help to market that when you That's go right. out to these tourism shows. That's right. And planning is always a great thing. Absolutely. But one thing you have to remember, in the end, it's the visitor, the tour group, mm-hmm. that decides what they want to do. We sure. can make all the suggestions we want. But if they want to go to a certain thing or if they don't want to go to a certain thing, they have the final say. Sure. But you can only make the suggestions if you know about them. That's right. Okay. Absolutely. That's, that's incredible. I just, you guys are just doing so much. Thank you. So um, I pulled up some statistics because I love numbers. Not Uh-oh. really, but I, I do love numbers when it comes to certain things. And one of the things that I had read in here is that... Um, we had so Tennessee saw 119 million domestic visitors in 2018. Yeah, that's 119 million domestic visitors. I don't know how many people you know. I, I've heard before say, um, you know, there is so much going on. Like I have, we're from California originally, but we have guests in from California and friends in from California all the time because they hear about the exciting things that are going on in the Nashville area. And when I tell them, you know, we live just outside of Nashville, just north of Nashville, up the freeway or up the bypass, um, they're like, well, what is there to do? And it's exciting because I can tell them, you need to go to this calendar. You need to see what's happening. Um, How many people are coming into the area um, on a regular basis, in like on a day-to-day basis? I've heard numbers. Um, well, that's an interesting question, Wendy. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more difficult for us than, say, Nashville. Mm-hmm. As you know, there's a company called STR, right. Smith Travel Research, which is here in Hendersonville. Right, yes. So when let's just say Nashville has their New Year's Eve celebration. Mm-hmm. Well, they go basically on hotel bookings. Okay. And they'll what they'll do is they'll call STR and say, okay, we want you to do a report for us 
on how many people came to the New Year's Eve thing. Well, they base that on the number of hotel rooms they've booked citywide. Okay. We're a little different than that mm-hmm. because we don't have a lot of hotels. So you know, if we have a, a one-day festival, mm-hmm. we may have somebody coming from... We may have several people staying here, but then we may have people who are coming just for the day. Dr- driving in from the other... Yes. Okay. So it becomes a little more difficult mm-hmm. for us to tell you exactly how many visitors we have a day or mm-hmm. a year. We're actually working with a company right now to try to figure out how because we want to be accurate we don't want to try to pad the numbers or anything i mean there are several ways to do it the state says that the average visitor spends three days in a place and they spend 120 dollars a day so if you multiply three that's 360 dollars and then you take the number of this $158 and divide it all in there. You could come up with a number. Yeah. I'm not sure how accurate that would be. Yeah. So I don't really have a number for you today, but we are working on that. Let's <laughs> well, put it that way. Okay. Well, that's exciting because I think that having those numbers will help um, businesses make better decisions, you know, and in addition to, uh, you know, the county and, you know, the chambers of commerce, because they're all working really hard to help bring in those people who are traveling and the tourism. Well, I will tell you, we are very fortunate being in the location that we're at. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I kind of joke about this now, but when I first yeah. took this job, I thought, oh my goodness, I've made the biggest mistake of my life. Really? No one's going to come here. They're all going to Nashville. Got it. Okay. Okay. Wow. But it's been the exact opposite of yeah. that because we're so close to Nashville. We get a lot of visitors that we would not normally get because they're wanting to stay outside of Nashville. Yes. Like for the SEC basketball tournament, you go to one of our hotels and there's Kentucky fans everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't want to stay right downtown. We're a little bit more reasonable on the cost. Yep. We're outside of the city. Yep. Move around a little bit easier, but they're going to go into that ball game and then they're going to come back. And it only takes them, what, 25 minutes, 30 minutes to get downtown. It's not a big deal. It really isn't a big deal to it's get not. from Nashville to, it's not. to Sumner County. And, you know, I'm from West Tennessee. Like I said, that county that has that one community. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And if they're not close to a metropolitan area, unless they've got something really great. Right. They're not going to get the number of visitors that we get. Of course. And that makes perfect sense. Nobody wants to travel an hour and a half trying to get to where they want to be. The other thing that Sumner County has that's really exciting is that we have the lake. Absolutely. I mean, several years ago, uh, our office did a study uh, on what attracted people here. Now, Mm -hmm. you've got what's called an attractor Mm-hmm. which is the reason people come here. Yep. And then you have an attraction, which might be something they see while they're here, but that's not the reason they came. Got it. Okay. And this is several, This is before I came here, actually, but I, I looked at the data and looked at all of it. <laughs> you, <laughs> Back several years ago, there were two attractors, reasons people came here. One was the lake. Uh-huh. The other was Twitty City. Okay. Now, in some respects, that could still be true because right. Huckabee now... is taken over and they have people from i'm gonna say 15 or more states yes every week that come in for that huckabee show that's a popular show so the lake um you know we 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 promote three things okay one our scenic beauty oh yes and that includes the lake Mm -hmm. you know our parks our farms our rolling hills our greenways our golf courses yes outdoors yes 
Number two are historic sites. Mm-hmm. A lot of people of who live favorites. here may not realize this, but we have more than our share yes. of historic sites. Did you know there's only 18 state-owned historic sites in the state of Tennessee? 18. And we have? 95 counties. We have four of them. Which are? I know you're going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here in Hendersonville, we have Rock Castle, mm-hmm. state-owned. Yep. We have Cragfont mm-hmm. in Castalian Springs. We have Wynwood, mm-hmm. and then the, I hate to use the term new for a historic site, but the newest historic <laughs> site. The 200-year-old historic site. Hawthorne Hill, which is also in Castellian Springs. Oh, wow. Are you familiar with that one? I have not been to that one. I've been to two of the four that you've mentioned, and I will tell you that um, they are some of my favorites. And, and Rock Castle specifically was one of the first historic sites that we went to when we came here from California. Um, and we have a very different history on the West Coast than we do in the middle of Tennessee, sure, yeah. right? But it was fascinating because literally it is Daniel Smith, who is the founder of Tennessee. Really, he, 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 he formed the, bo- the borders. Mm-hmm. He named it. And this is where Tennessee started. I mean, come on. That's, I mean, that's, that's incredible. That's big stuff. That is huge. And so um, I think that that kind of thing gets me excited because we are literally talking about the history of our state and the history of the Western expansion into um, the United States. What blows your mind is when you realize that we were North Carolina. Right, yes. But we had Sumner County. Sumner County became a county in 1786. Oh, I didn't realize that. Tennessee didn't become a state until 1796. So <laughs> we are older. <laughs> Our county is older than the than state the of state. Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How does that happen? The grandmother was born after the grandchild. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that that's is kind of crazy. But the third thing is our music heritage. Oh, now, 100%. Look, Johnny Cash's home yes. burned down. A lot of people may not know this. Some of your listeners may not know. Roy Orbison lived in Hendersonville on that same area where Johnny Cash's home was. We knew that because my husband is a avid uh, music a musician and follower. And Orbison's yeah. home burned down. Yeah. He lost two of his sons in the fire. Yes. Tragic. Yeah. So obviously, you know, me being the tourism director, that's bad news for those homes to not be there anymore. Sure. But having said that, People from all over the world still come here. They still want to see that site where Cash's home once stood. Absolutely. Of course, Johnny and June Carter are buried here at Hendersonville Memory Gardens. Mm -hmm. Every time I go out there to the cemetery, I run into somebody from Canada or Italy. Wow. They come here. It's it's sacred ground is what it is. Right. They're paying their respects. Country music's sacred ground. Yeah. And look, have you... I know you're busy. <laughs> Have you seen Ken Burns' country music documentary on PBS? You know, I have seen parts of it. And what I have seen was fascinating because I am not an aficionado at all of country music. Um, but I became a fan watching that. Well, I'm the same way. I'm a rock and roller. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. And I, I've. Look, I'm bragging on this. I've yeah, go, seen go. I've seen all 16 hours. You have? Of country music, I have. So you're really not that busy. Well, <laughs> I had to stay kidding. up till midnight watching it uh, on demand. But anyway, I did not realize the impact 
that the Carter family had. Huge, yes. And, of course, it's a cemetery, but the Carter sisters, Mm -hmm. June Carter and her two sisters, Helen and Anita, are buried in Hendersonville. And Mother Maybell is buried in Hendersonville. The queen, Mother Maybell. Yes. So uh, that helped, watching country music helped me realize, you know, 70% of that film is in Tennessee. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what? They didn't mention us a lot, but a lot of it happened right here. And people will see, search that out. The, the, the fans of country music are so loyal, and they will search that information out because it means a lot to them. It's a heartfelt following. Well, the Tennessee Department of Tourism has told us that because of that documentary, we're going to get more visitors Wow! in the next year or two. Now, it's already aired once. Mm-hmm. It... I'm not sure if it's still airing or if it just aired on the BBC. This is worldwide. On the BBC? On the BBC. Wow. And then it's going to air on PBS again in January. And, of course, you can watch it streaming and online and all that stuff and on demand. Amazing. And everybody who sees it just loves it. And because 70% of it happened in Tennessee, they're going to come here. Right. And I don't know how much you have seen of it, but I will tell you the central figure in all 16 hours— is Johnny Cash. Yes. And the Carters. Yes. And and they're all And they're they're they're, they're Hendersonville. They're here. Based. Absolutely. Yeah. Johnny's sister, sister and brother still live here. So Wow. So uh we're going to get visitors just because of that that documentary and that's amazing. And but. and and all of that has a domino effect. Okay, we know that it's going to have a domino effect on tourism, but then what happens is that it garners even more interest from more people who want to learn more about Sumner County, what's happening here, what happened here, and how they can get involved in what's going on here. So it helps to draw not only maybe even more films, more documentaries, yep. it's going to help to draw people who are musicians, it will help to draw people who are wanting to live here simply because of its beauty, um, the history. Well, it's, you may not know this, but my millennials have... Yeah. Done some research. Of course, Taylor Swift, you know. Of course, she's a Hendersonville. Did you know that Ed Sharon lived here in Hendersonville for a while, a few years back? I did know that. (laughs) Wrote several songs while sitting out by Old Hickory Lake. Yes. Did you guys know that? No? And by watching country music, I didn't know this. I knew Garth Brooks uh, lives in Goodlettsville right Mm -hmm. now, but I watched country music, and in the very last episode, they did a segment on Garth Brooks. And when he first moved to town, when he was young, he was, he was trying to get on at the Bluebird Cafe. Wow. And they put up a card that he filled out to audition for the Bluebird Cafe, and his address was Hendersonville, Tennessee. So we've got it all. We've got it. I we've think, got I think it. WHIN might go country now. Yeah, I don't right, know. right. We got it. At least put a little bit in there. But So that's, that's really exciting because we really do. And to get that information out there, and anyone who is listening right now, Think about the, the what Barry's just talking about because that broadcast that that broadcast on NPR uh, NPT is going to just it's going to cause a chain reaction and, and that's it's, exciting. It's aired once, but it's going to air. It's and it's aired on BBC. Yeah, it's going to air again in January, and then like I said, it's online on demand everywhere you can can get it. But um, it's it's just really. It's it's the best thing I've seen in a while. And, I and once love it. once I started watching it, I had to watch. I missed one night because I had an event, and mm. then I had to go back and watch it on demand before the next night. You thank, know. thank God for uh, on demand. <laughs> but uh, so those three things, 
I know I'm all over the road Go here. Go for it. Histo- the the uh, scenic beauty, mm-hmm. historic sites, mm-hmm. and the music heritage. When you put all that together, I'm telling you, people from out of state, yeah. they love us. They say, this is a wonderful area. Yeah. We, might, we may take it for granted because we live here. Just like... You know, when I grew up, I lived around Memphis, Tennessee, mm-hmm. never went to Graceland, mm-hmm. thought, there's nothing to do around here. Yeah. It wasn't until I was an adult that I went to Graceland and, and saw all the Elvis stuff. It's just because I lived in the area, I took it for granted. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage all your listeners, if you haven't been to some of our historic sites, if yeah. you haven't been out on the lake, if you haven't uh, gone uh, by Johnny Cash's site or or if you haven't gone to TBN or these 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 jewels that we have here, please yes. take advantage of that. Absolutely. And and I'm going to kind of wrap this up with what I would love to um, invite everyone to go to the Tourism Bureau's website. And Barry, tell us what that is. Visit SumnerTN.com. And look at all of the amazing things that we do have going on here in Sumner County. Not only do they list all the things that Barry talked about, it gives you a list of all the amazing events that each of these cities is um, hosting and putting on. And you will find and you will discover that there is never a lack of something to do in Sumner County. So if you're ever bored, uh, you should not be. I've, I've never seen so many events now. And just like we, we have a big softball tournament uh, the PGF, uh, Premier Girls Fast Pitch. We have over 100 cool. teams here. Well, the guy that does the tournament called me the other day. He said, I'm going to bring you eight more tournaments next year. Oh, yes. So it's Woo-hoo. like, oh, my gosh. Go, Barry. So there's just more yes. more to do every year. Yeah. And, uh, and like, all the cities in Sumner County are unique and have their own personalities, which makes Absolutely. it fun. So you may go to Portland to the Strawberry Festival. Mm-hmm. Let me let me give you a jewel you need to check out. Please. In Westmoreland. Okay. There's a thing called Grandpa's Opry. It's the third Saturday of the month. I've never even heard of this one. It's in downtown Westmoreland, and it's like the real, it's kind of like a miniature Grand Ole Opry. They'll bring in somebody to sing two or three songs, and they'll bring in the next person. And it's old-time country music. They'll sing, they'll sing songs that you hear on PBS oh on the, the Ken Burns documentary. How fun is that? And that's every what? I think it's the third Saturday. You can go to our website to, and, for and, sure. But. So, and and you're, like you said, each county or each city does have its own signature, its own voice. So like you said, Portland with the Strawberry Festival, Gallatin with Fire on the Water, Hendersonville with um, the Sumner Fest and the, the um, Taste of Sumner, of Sumner County, right? Taste of Hendersonville, Taste yes. Taste of Hendersonville. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have White House. Tell me what White House has. White House has uh, Discover White House is one of their big things that they have. Okay. Of course, White House is one of those uh, cities that's mm-hmm. it's part right of it's in the... Robertson, part yep. of it's in Sumner. Mm-hmm. But they've got a lot of great things going on. They've got a lot of uh, restaurants and um, different things. They've got two or three festivals. I think they have a, a that are all listed. Jingle on... Mingle. That's what it, it's Jingle the Jingle Mingle, yeah. which is right around the corner. Absolutely. So everybody's got to get their shopping on. So that's a good thing. Well, this is really exciting. And like I said, if um, if I ever decide that I want to come work for you, would you hire me, please? I will do my best. Oh, that's not the answer that you want to hear. Don't call us. We'll call you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think my balloon has just been deflated. <laughs> no, I need to come work for you, no. Wendy. <laughs> 
Well, I, I do. I do really appreciate everything that you guys do and everything that you do for um, Sumner County because your team is really exceptional. And it's a pleasure always to contact you and, and be able to make sure that we're keeping up with what's going on. We appreciate all the kind words. We do work very hard. I don't mind. My wife will tell you I love my job. Yes. I'm at my job all the time. Yeah. Um, if not in body and spirit. <laughs> But uh, we work very hard, and we have grown, and we're continuing. You know, sometimes growing, you have pains. <laughs> yeah, there's always pains. And yeah. uh, but it's been a great, it's been a great uh, ride, and uh, we're not finished yet. We've got a lot more to do. And and uh, thank you for the kind words. Well, thanks thank for having you. me. Yeah, it was my pleasure. And tell us one more time where they can get more information about the visitor bureau. Visit SumnerTN.com. Wonderful. And of course, we're on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Pinterest, and I've left one out. Uh, TikTok, <laughs> Twitter. You guys on there yet? <laughs> Twitter. We're not on TikTok, but uh, it's on Visit Sumner TN is our handle on all those. Perfect, and that's wonderful. It's easy to remember. Um, so again, thank you very much. Thank you all for listening to Success by Design, where you can listen on WinRadio.com. Win Radio on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud and NavarroCreativeGroup.com. Be sure to share and uh, contact us. There is a page on our website, NavarroCreativeGroup.com, where you can write in. Uh, if you have guest suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. If you have suggestions on topics and information that you'd like to learn more about, um, just give us a write in and we would be happy to answer any of those questions and respond. Have a great afternoon and we will talk with you all soon. 